Welcome to Bullish, where we talk about the journey and process to build ourselves and companies into multi-billion dollar people and brands. Currently, my business and investment funds have done tens of millions in revenue. And this is the documentation of the journey to scale to the billion dollar realm. All while we give back and do good in the world. My name is Bridger Pennington and welcome to Bullish. So how much work, like how many hours are required when you run a fund? Now, currently I run an eight figure hedge fund. I also, we just launched a GP stakes fund. I've ran a prior debt fund and also ran a prior syndication fund. Additionally, in our group with fund launch, we've helped over 200 people launch funds in the last two years. And we have 15 student funds over a hundred million dollars and over 50 student funds over $10 million. So I've seen a lot of fund managers, I get to talk to them, and I get to talk to multi-billion dollar fund managers and you know million or a couple hundred thousand dollar fund managers. So I get a good plethora of content to kind of answer this question. Now, the first answer, I'm just gonna give you straight up. The answer is 100% of your time, okay? <laughs> it takes 100% of your time to run a fund. Now, let me break that down for a second though. 100% meaning I'm always thinking about my fund or on the clock because markets move, cycles changes. I'm always attentive to news articles, press releases, statements from the president or the FOMC meetings, whatever. You, When you're running a fund, you this is a something that you think about all day, every day, about how markets, macroeconomics, things are shifting, how you know certain winds will flow this way and other fl winds will flow that way. Okay, so the first answer is it takes everything you've got. But I want to break it down a little bit further in this in this video on what are actually the, the output, like number of like hours though and things that are included in those hours. And actually, it'd be pretty surprising for you, a lot of funds, depending on the fund, you actually don't need to spend that many hours running your fund. You actually, a lot of funds, you can run this even part-time. It can take you 10, 15 hours a week, but those 10 or 15 hours a week need to be very precise and very on point. And that's why I say it's a it takes everything you got, 100% of your time <laughs> to think about it, to make the right decisions. Like the old saying is, you know, there, this one guy had a big machine that was broken. He had to pay $100,000 for a guy to come fix it. And the guy walks in and taps his little hammer on the one little widget and the whole machine works again. And the guy goes, that wasn't worth $100,000. I could have done that myself. He goes, I have spent decades knowing how to hit that machine in just the right spot to fix that one little thing. It took me all of a minute to fix it, but I spent all these hours studying and researching so I could do the, the one thing. And that's why you're paying me $100,000 to come fix your machine. I think the same thing's true is, is uh, with funds, okay? So I wanna actually break this down further. Now in a fund, there are three distinct roles. I'm gonna zoom over on my iPad. You guys can see that kind of this mega framework. But right over here, I'm gonna zoom in on uh, three different segments of a fund. So there's, these are roles inside a fund. You have your expert investor role, you have a fund manager role, and a money raiser role. Now, one person can do all three of these. Uh, this can be three distinct people, this could be 50 people, but all three of these roles need to be done. And we'll actually break down each one of them. So number one, expert investor. This person is, uh, and I'll put little notes right here. So this person is, you know, the person that's, you know, geeks out on options or trades, you know, crypto or is in, you know, has done real estate for 20 plus years. They're incredible at their trade, okay? This is your expert investor. This person uh, knows markets very well, executes trades, uh, does negotiations on deals, whatever type of fund, real estate fund, private equity fund, debt fund, all that kind of stuff. We'll go through more spe uh, specifics in a minute. The next person, fund manager. This person is good at legal, compliance, the actual operations, the ops of the fund, uh, investor statements, quarterly statements, uh, striking a net asset value of your fund, 
stuff like that, audits, compliance, all that kind of stuff. Okay, that's your fund manager. And then finally, your money raiser. This person is kind of in the name, but they raise money. Okay? They are natural born salespeople. They go out, they can network, they meet. They're always doing that kind of stuff to bring money in. Now, typically what I have seen, usually one person doesn't do this alone. It's very rare that one person who is good at raising money is also good at running a fund. Oh, and they're also really good at being an expert investor. It's very rare. It can happen, but it's very rare. Almost always, you have partners that lean on each other and help each other with these different things, okay? Hey, hey guys, hope you're enjoying the show. Now, as you know, we don't run advertisements on this channel. We just spread this by word of mouth. So if you can, please rate and review the show. If it's benefited your life anyway, please drop that down below. I actually love reading them. I love seeing what people say and share and stuff. So if you guys can, if you, this show has helped you in any way, shape or form, please rate and review and share this with a friend or two that may benefit their life. We do this just to help more people understand this game that we're playing. Thank you guys so much. So um, back to the question, how much time does it take to run a fund? So if you're one of these roles, um, things typically in a fund, I'll, I'll kind of zoom back to our 100% over here. Again, we got our three circles. We have two different phases. You have your startup phase of your fund, and then I would call more the management or ongoing maintenance phase of your fund to break into two groups. So let's talk about the startup phase first and how much time and kind of jobs are associated with each one. So Okay, your expert investor during the startup phase is working on deals, finding new deals, real estate deals, et cetera, or running a test portfolio. They are trying to test out the trades, all the stuff to make sure your thesis has actual alpha. Okay, it has a relatively low risk for relatively high return. We have other videos to talk about that, okay? They're, they're gonna work intensely on that and hopefully can translate that into something that a money raiser can use to go out and raise money. Money raisers are going to networking events, parties, groups, investor calls, et cetera, trying to drum up interest through, if I go back over here, through the three stages of raising capital to get in the room, convert the room, and close the room. They're trying to get that ready. And then the fund manager, a lot of heavy lift here at the startup phase. They're working on your LPA, PPM, investor questionnaire, all the onboarding documents for an investor. They're also filing with FINRA. They're getting, making sure licenses are set up. We have other videos to talk about that as well. They're uh, running through the fund launch formula to make sure things are structured the right way. You can raise capital. They're doing blue sky filings. They're making sure compliance is all set up the right way. And then everything is structured with how payouts are gonna work, how the frame of the fund is gonna work to make sure all the glue is stuck together. That This is actually something that money raisers can raise from. We have a clear path of how people are gonna get paid out. Expert investor has given us some type of asymmetrical risk versus return and a fund manager is gluing those pieces together. That's why I put them in the middle of these three circles. The fund manager piece during a startup phase is gluing together the expert investor and the money raiser and connecting those two worlds to hopefully produce a very good product that investors want to invest into. Now, if you run through the fund launch, I'll zoom back again, the fund launch formula, we've got other videos on this. The fund launch formula will help you vet out this process. Again, we've launched over 200 funds doing this and the fund launch formula is an incredible process to vet out and see if your fund is good or bad. And if it's bad, all you wasted was a little bit of time. You can go back to the beginning and maybe tweak or start over again, okay? So startup phase, I would say, again, back to the question of how much time is this taking? You are probably, an expert investor is probably spending <clears throat> at minimum, depending on how good they are, but probably, you know, 20 to 40 hours a week, right? I mean, they're working hard to get things set up. A fund manager is probably spending 40 hours a week 
if not more, maybe 60 hours a week on some weeks. And then a capital raiser is, you know, 100% of their time they're raising capital. I would say 40 to 60 hours a week during this startup phase. And that's, by the way, this is true for every business you're ever going to start. That beginning phase to actually get something off the ground, to go from zero to one is massive. Is a huge, there's a huge difference from entrepreneurs that go from zero to one. I was actually listening to some statistics. This is a different realm, but I think it rings very true. Um, the, right now, there is so much laziness in the world. There is so much mediocrity. It actually is relatively easy to stand out. Um, for example, they're looking at podcasts. If you, a lot of people start podcasts. If you start a podcast and do 20 episodes, 20 episodes, you are in the top 1% of all podcasts ever. Most people that are well-intended get a podcast, get a microphone, start, they actually launch a podcast. Of 100 that start, only one will ever produce 20 episodes. Pretty interesting. You're already in the top 1%. And if you get to, I think it's uh, 50 episodes or 100 episodes, you're like in the 0.0001% of all podcasts. Like you're already at the top echelon just by showing up. Now, that doesn't even talk about how good it is, the content, except just by showing up and doing the inputs, get the output. So here at the startup phase, I think doing the inputs, running through the phone launch format, et cetera, is massive. And there's some kind of time things for you. Now, the bigger question, management phase. Once we have onboard investors, we are running the fund, okay? How much time does it actually take? This is where I have seen the time commitment can, can go way down, okay? Capital raisers, you know, you're, you're going to networking groups, parties, et cetera, on the weekends or on certain nights of the week. Again, at minimum, I could see someone spending five to 10 hours a week. Fund manager, this is following up, doing checks, making sure quarterly reports are done. I could see someone doing, make K1s are getting out five to 10 hours a week. And I could see an expert investor looking at deals. They're probably gonna be a heavier lift here. They're looking at deals, doing portfolio. Maybe it's 20 hours a week. Now, I say that with a big caveat. Every fund is totally different. Some funds, and again, typically if you're running a fund, you wanna do it extremely well and grow. And so what's happening is you are launching, at, once you finish launching your first fund, you are launching your next fund. And so you're back into the startup phase <laughs> on a new fund. And so you're working through thesis, deals, compliance, you're setting up a new fund, boom, boom, and you're moving through there. But you see this with a lot of venture capital. So back to the management phase. A lot of like venture capitalists, you know, people that sell their company for hundreds of millions or billions of dollars, a lot of them become venture capitalists. Why? Because it's a very high leverage opportunity. You can put in, a lot of venture capitalists, they have an investment committee meeting once a week. They have people come pitch. They talk about stuff. They maybe spend five to 10 hours a week making investment decisions. They write checks and they go on and then they have board meetings once a quarter. They do their you know quarterly board meetings. They meet with people, but it's a, it's a way that they can grow their wealth without having another job working 80 hours a week. That's, I believe that's why a lot of wealthy individuals that have already exited don't need to work and don't want to work, frankly, but want to work a little bit, get into the venture capital space because it's very a high leverage opportunity. Hey, what's going on, people? Hope you're enjoying the show. This is Bridger Payton here. So if you like the show so far, if you're more of a visual learner, we actually post almost all of these to YouTube. So if you go look me up, Bridger Pennington on YouTube, we're there. We actually have a ton of different content on funds and different business structure and strategy stuff that we kind of don't touch on on the podcast, but are more visual-based stuff. So if you're a visual learner, go to YouTube, go check me out, Bridger Pennington on YouTube. With that, we'll get back to the show. Thanks, guys. Um, in the real estate space, 
once you have these up and running in teams, you are checking on teams, you're checking on your assets. But a lot of times it can be relatively passive if you have a good management team in place and a, and a business structure in place. But again, this is a very big caveat because things break, things move. Every fund is going to be run totally different. It's going to be way different. If you're a high frequency trader, if you're day trading every day, you're working 50, 60 hours a week because you're watching markets every single second of the day. But if you're more of a long-term investment value add trader, like a Warren Buffett or Charlie Munger, you make your bet and you are, you're waiting six, 12, 18, 36 months for that to come to fruition. And you're researching other companies that way you could attack and go after. And so again, every fund will be different. Um, but that's kind of a baseline. That's probably the minimum commitment. And then from there, the sky's the limit. You can spend as much time as you want on this um, and, uh, and watching your asset. Now, in my opinion, if anything's worth doing, it's worth doing well. And so if you're gonna get in this game and be a part of this, I would say plan to err on the, up, on the side of spending more time. At least for me, I spend way more time than the minimum because I want to grow. I want this to compound. I'm playing the long-term game. I want to not just run this fund, but I want to run fun, multiple funds in the future. You see, Ray Dalio started his first fund at 26 years old. He just compounded for 50 years. And Ray Dalio today, you know, DECA billionaire, biggest hedge fund ever created. Warren Buffett started his first fund, I think, when he was 28 and just compounded slowly over time. And so there's a lot of value in doing something very well. Uh, but again, base minimums, it's actually time commitment can be relatively minimum. However, though, back to the 100%, you are probably thinking about this thing 24-7. I mean, this is on top of mind 24-7. But the actual output, like where you're actually on the computer cranking on something, can be relatively low input, you know, 5, 10 hours a week. But you are probably thinking about it 100% of the time. So there you go. That's my answer on how much time it takes to run or manage a fund. Um, at least uh, at my stage, I, run, I currently run an eight-figure hedge fund. This might be very a different conversation a couple years when I'm running a billion-dollar fund or multi-billion-dollar fund. I'll probably have a way different conversation. But currently, with the the fund level I'm at and the people that I work with, that are you know majority of people I work with are 10 million to 150 million dollars that realm emerging managers. This is a very uh, I think accurate time scenario for those people. So with that, thank you guys so much. See you in the next video. Peace.